Even that six months, like even if you're someone who regains, you know, their confidence a little earlier or loses all the weight, six months though, I feel like you have you in your head, you've set these expectations and society puts these expectations, you know, we're just supposed to bounce back by whatever. So I think when your six month mark hits in your head, it's like, why do I look like this in six months when really it should be like, you're only six months postpartum. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama and 30. I'm Bailey. And I'm Carrie. And the Messy Mom Podcast is all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health and wellness, infertility, mom guilt, and of course, the craziness that comes with raising a family. So if you would like to live on this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review as this helps other mamas learn to embrace the messy with us. So get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to be back with another podcast episode. We think you are going to relate to our topic today. But before we begin, Carrie, wasn't last episode so good? Yeah, we were we were actually just talking about this week about how she was an awesome guest. So if you haven't listened to it, definitely go back and check it out. She just, you know, we were talking about flipping the narrative about how as moms, we are never the focus of pregnancy. It's always about the baby. It was just really cool. It was. Yeah, she really talked about how you really need to of course take care of the baby and prepare for the baby, but within that You are also getting ready to make this huge life transition into motherhood, especially for first time moms, you know, who have no idea what they're about to embark on. So, yeah, it's just, she had a lot of really good nuggets in there. If you haven't listened to it, we highly recommend going back and and re listening. Plus, she has a really cool product uh, Mm -hmm. for pregnant women called Rumbly. So, definitely check it out. But this week, we are discussing postpartum body image and ways that you can help regain your confidence. Like I said, I think everyone listening to this can probably relate to how they feel in the postpartum period that sometimes you just feel a little, not a little, a lot different. It almost Mm -hmm. doesn't really feel like you're even in your own body because it's just so much is going on. Not only are you probably sleep deprived like I was, but you are also healing and just there's hormone changes. There's so much that is going on that you it can get a little down on yourself sometimes. Oh, for sure. And you know, I know we're going to get into all this, but it is, it just, and I think it's um, your expectations that you have and that society says that you need to be and what things are supposed to look like postpartum. And, you know, everyone's postpartum is so different. So mm-hmm. even if you have all the information, I just don't feel like you can never tell someone how they're going to feel postpartum until they're just in it. That's so true. Like I, you know, you always hear of everyone's experiences, but you don't really know how you're going to handle it until you go through it yourself. And that's a really good kind of jumping point into kind of our first point is we both really think it's important to normalize what you are feeling and also adjust your expectations. And I think a big thing is knowing that you are not alone. So many women feel 
you know, just not as confident in that newly postpartum phase. And in fact, uh, you know me, I'm a science nerd. So I actually found a study from 2008. It was a longitudinal study that investigated body image changes and just possible predictors of different dimensions of body image in the first year postpartum. This was 79 women who had been followed up since early pregnancy. And this included reporting retrospectively about pre-pregnancy and concurrently about late pregnancy. And they completed a questionnaire at six weeks postpartum, six months, and 12 months. And it focused on body image. So it measures of how fat do you feel, your attractiveness level, your shape, weight, strength, fitness, all those things. And it found that and it was much longer than this. I'm kind of giving you just a little tidbit of it, but it found that women experienced greater body dissatisfaction in the postpartum period in comparison to pre-pregnancy and even late pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And that they had the most concern at six months postpartum. So I just think right there, that just tells you that even when you are really pregnant in that late pregnancy stage, a lot of women feel more confident at that point than they do at six months postpartum. And I find that really interesting because, you know, really late in pregnancy, you're at that point for the most part, large and in charge, (laughs) large and in charge. At least I was, I was, but you're definitely feeling really uncomfortable. I mean, maybe not everyone, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, generalizing this, most people don't feel like a hundred percent amazing when they're, you know, 38, 39 weeks pregnant. So most women feel more confident at that point in their pregnancy than they do at the six months postpartum, which is so interesting to me because at that point you've had the baby, you know, you're obviously a little bit, if we're talking size wise, smaller. So it's interesting to me that that's the case. I feel like that's part of like the society, like what the expectations are, you know? So everyone Mm -hmm. thinks at least, you know, from what, what what I'm thinking about. Cause like, I remember even just days postpartum, like, wow, this is different. Mm-hmm. But even that six months, like even if you're someone who regains, you know, their confidence a little earlier or loses all the weight six months though, I feel like you have you in your head, you've set these expectations and society puts these expectations, you know, we're just supposed to bounce back by whatever. So I think when your six month mark hits in your head, it's like, why do I look like this at six months when really it should be like you're only six months postpartum? Yeah, no, that's that's a perfect point. You're only six months mm-hmm. postpartum. And you're exactly right. I think society puts so much on women that they should bounce back. They should be back at their pre-baby weight, you know, only a couple weeks. And they really, you know, glorify that, especially on, you know, back in the day it used to be magazines, but now it's social media. You know, you're seeing, oh, all these, you know, people online that look like they have it all together and that they're in their pre-baby jeans like in, you know, a couple of weeks and that's just not realistic. So at 6 months postpartum if you're looking at yourself or you know stepping on the scale which you and I don't do. No. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I stepped on a scale, you know, and you're like, "Well, why am I not like that? Why is it so hard for me?" And then you can, you know, a lot of women start to get down in the dumps and kind of going back to the pregnant versus not pregnant. I saw a meme that was like it was a cartoon and it was a woman who was pregnant and it was a bunch of people that were like, oh, that's amazing. Such a miracle, yada, yada, yada. And then it had her like newly postpartum and it showed like her belly that was soft and it was like, you need to lose weight. That's disgusting. Like, you know, giving all of this negative. And I was like, that is so true from like a society 
standpoint and how we, we, I don't want to say we, but how society views a woman's body, especially a pregnant woman's body. Oh, for sure. In postpartum. I actually saw a, I saw a funny quote this week that said, women are not balls. We don't bounce anywhere. <laughs> we don't bounce back. We don't like, stop saying bounce back. We don't bounce anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Like, stop. Like, it just, it's, it's so true. I mean, you and I both struggled with it, you know, even if, yeah, it's just, even if you are the size, like, cause I remember, especially the, after Caitlin, my first pregnancy, my size came back rather quickly, but wow, did it look different. I just Mm -hmm. remember thinking like how, like standing there, like I have never had, like my muscle mass was gone. I just felt, I felt weak, which I think was, and I think we're, we're going to talk about that stuff too, but yes, my body still bothered me, but it was the feeling of how weak I was that just got to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're used to being a certain way and then postpartum, you do lose a lot of muscle mass mm-hmm. and everything does look different. But I just remember thinking, wow, I feel so weak. Mm-hmm. No, that's so true. And my situation, I remember I had, so I had crew in like the dead of summer, July 11th. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was really pregnant, I was wearing all the tight dresses that was showing my bump. I did feel really confident. I felt like, oh, cute, pregnant. You know, I'm pregnant. Look at my belly. <laughs> you know, I was like, this is so fun. But then once he was born and I was like, okay, how am I going to dress myself? I None of my shorts fit me. I remember I tried to put like my jean shorts on. They like went like right above my kneecap. I was like, okay, that's not happening. I didn't want to wear those, you know, tight, cute dresses anymore because like, hello. <laughs> Yeah. And I obviously wasn't going to be wearing sweatpants and sweaters because it was like, you know, 90 degrees outside. So that was the moment for me that was really like, wow, you are different. Your body's different. Like nothing fits me. Like that was the moment in time that I really had that like smack in the face and was like, wow, this is different. I, I feel different. And I tried not to let myself sit in that too much because then I would go back and be like, well, you did just have a baby. You did just grow a human. Your body did just have to stretch for nine months. So I went to Target and got like a bunch of cheap clothes (laughs) and just bigger sizes. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. But I think a lot of people, and I'm not like tooting my own horn for that, because believe me, it definitely took time for me to start, you know, regaining confidence, you know, once I started to gradually get back into a routine and everything like that. But a lot of people can tend to stay in that, especially if they had any issues with body dysmorphia or eating disorders prior to pregnancy and never have really addressed that. Oh, for sure. And I think, I mean, what you just said, I I think part of it, not that we have the answers. I wish I could tell you that, you know, you listen to this podcast and when you get postpartum, you're just going to feel like, oh, you know, you're just, you're not. But I feel like it's- We're not therapists. We, We don't know. It's just, it's, it's understanding like, you can normalize that feeling, like understand, normalize that and mm-hmm. flip your expectations and understand that like what you just said, especially if like six months is, I could totally see that now that you said that study too, like that is a point where you feel like you should have made progress, but again, you're only six months pregnant. So like mm-hmm. readjusting those expectations of like, I'm not saying you can't try. And this is what we were getting ready to talk about next. Like, I'm not saying you can't appreciate and want to change your body. But I Mm -hmm. think having more of that realistic timeline of it's not going to happen in three months, it's not going to happen in six, it might not happen in nine, and you're lucky if in 12 months you're on a good path. 
mm-hmm. you know, in yeah. terms of how you feel about your body. I'm not saying strength. We'll get on that topic too, but you can change a lot in 12 months strength wise and functional wise, but just that confidence and like feeling good again, you've got to give it at least a year. Oh, a hundred percent. And I, I think too, like if you're, you know, someone who's scrolling social media, because especially during that, you know, downtime when baby's oh, yeah. sleeping and you're just kind of like, blah, you know, maybe unfollow people that are making you feel bad about yourself. You can always follow them back later. But if you're in that space and you're like, oh gosh, like why don't look like them? I wish I, you know, unfollow them, follow them later when maybe you're in a better, you know, a better place too. Or maybe you just don't, period. <laughs> I just maybe think the that, Yeah. I just think that social media can, why there's a lot of good to social media and we've talked about this before, there can be a lot of challenges that come with social media as well. And I think a lot of this pressure to feel like we have to be a certain way stems from that and what society is telling us and, you know, celebrities and my goodness, I mean, even the royal family, after they have a baby, they have to the next day get a picture with the baby and like look perfect. I like, if that were me, I would have, I don't even, I don't even think I could have done that because I was so, I had such a, you know, we've talked about my birth story on other podcasts, but there's no way I could like hardly stand. Yeah. So I just can't even imagine. It sounds horrible. It really yeah. does. <laughs> you shouldn't have to go and put on any kind of face and picture for anything. I can't. No. So yes, normalize what you're feeling and then adjust your expectations. Remember that you did, especially if we're talking about that six month period, you did just give birth six months ago and even a year ago. You know, I mean, it takes time to really start getting back into routine and and getting, you know, all of your new lifestyle changes and just really again, getting just into a a routine at all, a schedule. And that's, you know, for me, I felt like, I feel like I'm just now there and crew is going to be too. It's going to change again. Yeah. It's going to change again. So. And on that same note, I feel like, you know, society's crazy. So like you put all these like stereotypes and things on, all right, well, you should be, you should bounce back and here's where we're supposed to be. But at the same time, and the, on the flip side, you have that same pressure for if you if you do want to spend time and effort and on on yourself and to get yourself i'm not going to say pre baby body but kind of like you, you can want that i don't i'll never had it since because it's always going to look different mm-hmm. but having that is again not selfish and there's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. wanting to regain your health regain your strength and i think you know damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like It's mm-hmm. like you say one thing like, well, you know what? Embrace it. But then on the other hand, if people want to change it, it's like, oh, you're spending all this time doing – like you can't win. It seems like you can't win. So you mm-hmm. really just have to figure out what does it look like for you and mm-hmm. what do you want that's versus so true. taking it all in. Yeah. No, that's so true. That's a good point. Bizarre. <laughs> Ain't that the case? It's serious. You know, we always talk about while you can f- totally fo- like focus on that, but we always like to say, focus on the functional fitness aspect of it and the aesthetics come. So, you know, Bailey mm-hmm. and I always talk about, again, for me, it was like, yes, the aesthetics look different, but for me, it was, I feel weak and what can I do to change that? And mm-hmm. there are a lot of things you do. So I think another one of that flip story is instead of focusing on the scale and the size of your clothes and like setting those, not that they're anything wrong with them eventually, but they're very unrealistic to set goals toward those things, especially that first six months, nine months. 
Instead of that, if you would focus more on strength goals and functional, like regaining your pelvic floor, regaining your core strength, being able to physically lift and lower your baby or get off the floor holding your baby. Like there's motherhood is so physical. Like it just, yeah. You know, like you, you don't only get and think about it. They're only, they're only going up. You're just, it's crazy how, you know, we're even in it. And I don't think we really, you don't really think about how physical motherhood is again until you're in it and you're, you're nursing and you're lifting and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever had to do this much physical work in my entire life. No, I got tendonitis in both of my arms from lifting crew and I worked out all through pregnancy and got back into it, you know, relatively you know, what I could. So it's, you know, it's very physical, very physical. I did not even, you know, have, I did not even realize how physical it was going to be and is. And still is. Yeah. I mean, mine are six and eight and I'm still, they're still like, we just went to King's Island this week. Man, <laughs> that's he's like, my, it was, he's like, my legs are tired. I'm like, you can run all day and you want me to carry you through, through King's Island. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Thank you're, like, you're six. You <laughs> can handle it. Time, buddy. It's time. Yeah. No. And I love, I, like, exactly like you said, you have to think about how is my body functioning versus the aesthetic of everything. Yes, of course, aesthetics are nice, but that will come later. That will come later, especially if you are, you know, focusing on how to gradually build back strength in what we would say the proper way, which is starting progressive to do it. So, yes, after you have a baby, your alignment shifts. You're totally out of alignment. You know, you have, if you're not even if you're breastfeeding, you have relaxin still in your system, which makes your bone, your ligaments, your joints, everything a little bit more loosey goosey. So you really have to make sure that you are focusing on how to do it not only safely, but effectively. And that's why Carrie and I are so passionate about making sure that you're doing it in a progressive stage rather than just jumping back into hardcore hit training workouts or, you know, planking on your toes. Because what ends up happening is, you know, you have the right mindset of, okay, I want to get back and build strength so that I can be you know, strong to lift my children. But what ends up happening when you kind of jump back into workouts that you were doing prior or even harder because you're like really motivated is it can cause issues later on, especially with things like diastasis recti, which you've probably heard us talk about. And it can end up making it a lot more challenging when you think that you're actually doing good for yourself. So starting off with deep breathing techniques, you know, really reconnecting with your core, your pelvic floor, finding that mind-body connection, then gradually adding in body weight exercises, and then gradually adding in strength building exercises, and then just building on that versus trying to go too hard too soon. Because again, that can just cause you a lot more issues later. And that can actually make even aesthetics, which is what a lot of women are looking for, not as a parent. Yeah. So yeah, you really have to kind of not only make sure that, you know, you're doing it correctly, but that you're doing it safely. Are you currently pregnant, postpartum, or beyond? Lucky for you, Fit Mom on 30 has an exercise and nutrition program for every stage of motherhood. And the best part, the workouts are 30 minutes or less. 
We know there are about a million online fitness options at your fingertips, but our science-backed and doctor-approved fitness and nutrition programs are designed to support you wherever you're at. From safe and effective pre- and postnatal workouts to our 30-minute strength and cardio conditioning classes, there's truly something for everyone. Did we also mention that we have seasonal recipe guides to nourish not only you, but your entire family? Because let's face it, ain't no one going to be making multiple meals in my house. We know finding the time to exercise and eat well can be challenging once you become a mom. And that's exactly why we started Fit Mom in 30. We want you to find your groove again with fitness and nutrition, which is why you can try any of our Fit Mom in 30 programs completely free for seven days. And if you decide you want to stick with us after the seven days, you can get $10 off your membership. All you have to do is enter the code podcast at checkout. And even on the pelvic floor thing, like we have actually had this conversation earlier today. We were talking about one of our clients who, you know, she jumped back into it because she felt like she felt she was ready. She was just, you know, kind of going at her own pace and she felt good. And then, but she was pushing it too fast. And all of a sudden you're left with prolapse, Mm -hmm. you know, it's things where you think you're good, but if you haven't done it and you're like, okay, I'm good. Stage one check. Like you have to think of it as they are stages. So you have to do all the checkpoints. Like, do I feel good doing this? Do I feel good doing this? Jump to the next stage. It can't be like, yeah, I'm good. We've, we've done this for about 10 weeks and let's just jump over here because it can come back and bite you. Mm -hmm. If you haven't followed a progressive model and done step by step by step, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to say like, well, I feel good. Why can't I go to this this step when it's like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of in-between range where you still have to work it progressively. I mean, you can speak to that. We've had this conversation before is, you know, you weren't, and I'll let you tell your own story, but before you you were pre-postnatal certified, you kind of had a similar-ish experience as far as like jump, maybe jumping back into things sooner. Way too soon. Like it was, you know, before we were certified or knew anything, what we were doing with my first, my daughter's eight now, but after her, I mean, I, you know, once I was cleared, I was probably, I was jumping right back into everything because I felt good. It was like, mm-hmm. well, I was cleared by my OB and no, they didn't expect- give you an, any limitations either. Oh. And even honestly, eight years ago, pre and postnatal exercise looked different. I mean, we talk about this all the time and that was just eight years ago. Mm-hmm. It was not talked about the way it is today. Oh. I mean, even when we first started our program, it was like hardly talked about. At now all. I feel like it's starting to be a little bit mm-hmm. more because of social media. It's just, you want to make sure that you are following and listening to people that again, are doing it safely and effectively. That's the main concern. It totally is. Cause I, I mean, back in the day, I certainly wasn't, I was like, feel good. Doctor said, I'm good. Let's go back to, and I mean, I've been, I've worked out my entire life. So I'd like to do extreme workouts. Like that's mm-hmm. always been my thing. I like to lift hefty. I like heavy. I like to do hit workouts. I go hard. And I was like planking at like, I don't what is my six week appointment? I was probably planking on six weeks in one day because that's just what I thought you did. Does that make you cringe hearing oh, yourself say that now? <laughs> it, it not only makes me cringe, it now makes me understand, well, no wonder I had back pain for a year after doing mm-hmm. that because no one said it was, um, yeah, now I know exactly why I had back pain. Mm-hmm. You know, I was putting so much pressure on the front of my core because I'm like, well, I was cleared. Let's start it off with a plank. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. And like, it, was I strong enough to do one physically? Yes. But if you now, knowing, now knowing what I know, like no way, like I can't imagine what my core looked like as I was doing a plank. It, it makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like we talk about too, it's like giving birth is such an athletic event. And then 
what happens after, it truly is injury to the body. So we have to look at the postpartum period as a complete healing process, like we would any other major surgery, like ACL tears, or, you know, they really, if you have a torn ACL, you are babying that knee for a long time before you're doing anything with it physical. And and when you are, guess what? You're progressing it. You're not, you don't just go run a marathon after you have ACL surgery, right? You start doing physical therapy and then you start slowly adding. And that's how we have to look at birth and in the postpartum period. And that's when that grace happens too with yourself is that knowing, okay, I just grew a human. I just had a major delivery, whether it was vaginal or C-section. C-section, most cases, you know, that is even more intense because that's true surgery. But we have to look at it that way. And then that's when you have to tell yourself, okay, this, all of these things just happened. It's okay for me to not look and feel how I did before. And it's going to take some time. Yeah. Significant. Yeah. Like so just perfect analogy. Mind sh- mindset shift. Yeah. It's like a perfect example of like, like that would be like tearing your ACL and having your physical therapist the day at like four weeks later say, go ahead and sprint on that treadmill. That's like doing a plank four weeks postpartum. Like it's a very good, like that's exactly what it, that would be like. If you're thinking in your head, well, that's ridiculous. That's exactly what we're saying about how you should progress it versus just go for, go all in. And that's what boggles my mind is that I can't believe today in 2023 that some physicians or nurse practitioners or whoever are telling women, okay, you're cleared and don't give them any guidance as to how to get back into an exercise routine. I mean, I had a little bit, thankfully, but it wasn't a lot. But I know that a lot of women have literally nothing. They're like, okay, I was cleared. Like it just it blows my mind. And like we've had other, you know, conversations and other podcasts, we need to be doing better, especially in the US. Like, I mean, I'm going on a rant here kind of, but it just it truly is crazy. I know. It's bizarre. And that's why we're here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is why we're here. You make a good point. That's why we're here. And, you know, we did talk a little bit about, you know, diastasis, you know, and a little bit. And I think it's important to know too for yourself if that's something that you either think you have or you've been told you have. 100% of women have diastasis in their third trimester. It's completely impossible for you not to because your body has to expand to make room for the growing baby. And then on delivery day, you know, it's not like it just magically, you know, zips back together. And unfortunately, with diastasis, the thing of it is, is that you have to put a little time into it, a little bit of care into it for it to properly heal. And I, that's even years postpartum. So it's not, you know, there might be a very small percentage of women who maybe they didn't focus on it too much and it does pretty much heal together. But I would say that percentage is really, really small. I personally don't know anyone who Mm-mm. that has happened to. But diastasis, I think, sometimes can get the name of mom pooch. You know, we have a lot of moms who come to us and, and we both hate that name. I absolutely hate that name, but this is just what women call it and what society calls it. But we have a lot of women who come to us and say, you know, I'm exercising, I'm strength training, I did all the things, you know, I made it progressive. I didn't exercise too soon, but I just feel like I can't get rid of this this mom pooch, this little section on my, you know, on my belly. And what a lot of women don't know is that that is 
actually diastasis that maybe just hasn't been properly handled. And so it's amazing what can change if you just go back to those basics and focus, like we mentioned earlier, on deep breathing techniques and, you know, just making sure that you are really focusing on that. I mean, it's more than just a 360 breath, which is what, if you Mm -hmm. guys follow us, you have heard of us say that over and over. And if you don't just follow us and then you'll know Mm -hmm. what it means, but it's more than just a 360 breath. There's a lot more that goes into it. It's putting, you know, a little bit of tension on the, on the core, adding it little by little. So it's not something that you are just going to know. You really have to go to someone who knows how to help you unless you're in this field, in this space, for you to really understand how to properly care for it. And then over time, that might actually help with the aesthetic side that a lot of women want as well. But what they don't know is prior to knowing about it is that it could possibly be diastasis. And it's one of those things where you think, you know, whenever you see an area, again, we're talking, you know, this is a perfect podcast to put it into. So we're talking about, you know, your confidence and your body postpartum. And it is like, you know, as women, we're, you know, we're really good at being self-critical. So, you know, you'll look at area oh, yeah. and like picking us ourselves apart, pick it apart. So it's like, oh, I got, I've noticed like, I've got a little flap here. Like, how can I work on my triceps or my, I'd like to like make my butt look ex- you know, We're so good at like picking at a specific area. So that's like, everyone comes and it's like, well, I must be eating too much or you know what? I should be doing core sit-ups every day to get rid of this mom pooch. When, like you said, you can do sit-ups all day long. You will never get rid of the mom pooch or the area you're talking about if you haven't properly done the progression model and gone back to figure out how am I pairing that movement to breath? How am I figuring out where the pressure is? Like, How can I understand how to work my pelvic floor into that? If you don't have an understanding, it really won't. You could do crunches from now until forever. You could even eat healthy from now until ever. If you don't have those ab muscles working together again, it won't go away. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part. That's the sad and the frustrating part is if you know you can do something about it, but if you don't know what to do, uh, there's there's a chance it won't. Mm-hmm. It's true. And what's crazy is I we've had so many messages from moms who, when we show a picture of what diastasis can look like. We'll say, this is, you know, this is what I look like. This, and I've tried everything. And it's, you know, they get so down on themselves. And it's just sad because they don't know that it could be a functional thing. It's not that they haven't tried, been doing all the right things. It's not that they're, you know, not eating well or exercising. It's that it truly is a functional thing that just hasn't been addressed. So with that, <laughs> we have a little fun, exciting thing. We have a fun, Fun way to wrap this puppy up with. Yeah. We put together, Bailey and I actually did a core recovery course years ago. We started mm-hmm. with like, we knew this was an issue. We knew that women really needed help. And we didn't like a lot of the things out there because we, there were a lot of like, here's four moves to do for diastasis. It's like, you can't do four moves or like 10 best moves. And here it's like, no, there's a progression model and you need to put it together. And sometimes it's not fun. So we made it fun. That's what we did. Yes. So, that's so very we, true. Right? We made it I love it that fun. you mentioned that because it's not the most like no. exciting thing, especially if you're someone who really likes to like exercise and like, so you know what? For the first couple weeks after pregnancy, if you find a program, you know, right after pregnancy, once you've been cleared, it's like, 
you know, it's kind of boring. <laughs> the workouts are kind of, it's basically physical therapy. That's how you I have know. to look at it is physical therapy for your core, for your pelvic floor after you have a baby. Retraining. You are retraining all of those muscles. You are reconnecting them and retraining them. So it is, it can be slow. So for those of you who don't know on, the, on this podcast, Bailey and I have an online fitness program called Fit Mom in 30. And we have several programs, but one we actually want to give away for free. So it's our core recovery program, and we are going to take you through it step by step. So June 5th is the start date. And we're going to keep doing this on a rotating basis, but we want to take you through week by week, four weeks on a free core recovery program. So you will have access to videos. Bailey and I will be in there giving live Q and A's, helping you figure out because everyone starts at the same point. But as we said, how you progress depends on your own body, how you can connect to your body. So while it's great, that's why I was saying these programs out there that are like five moves to heal your core. Well, not necessarily. Five moves mm -hmm. might heal mine and not touch someone else's or vice versa. So mm -hmm. you do have to understand that like you could be in, there's several phases to this program and you might spend all four weeks in the first phase and that's totally fine. And others might be in phase three by the end of the four weeks. It really just depends on how far postpartum you are and just how, how you connect to your body. There's no right or wrong, but there is a progression model and you have to know when to move to the next phase because if you do move too quickly, it, it is a problem. Mm -hmm. So you have to know which speed to go. And our course talks you, the cool thing is our course talks you through, like there's a checklist, you know, exactly like I did really good. I can move to the next phase or, Hey, you know what? I, I was doing good, but there's a few things I need to go back and focus on. Mm -hmm. And we put it to some cool music. So you actually can. That's enjoy why it. it's a little bit more fun. <laughs> and we're doing the entire thing with you. So it's not like, okay, here's this move, do it three times. If you did our program in the past, that's how it used to be. Mm -hmm. And we decided we didn't like that. <laughs> and we got some feedback from other people. And so we changed it. We you know, really wanted to listen to what you guys had to say. So we do the entire thing with you. And I think it's important to mention too that this isn't just for women who are newly postpartum. No. This could you could be six, set, ten years postpartum. And if you've never fully addressed, you know, your core. Or even if you don't feel like you have that mind-body connection with your core, that deep breathing that you know can really help just engage your core so much more, I would do this. It's so helpful, even through other exercises, even through your activities of daily living. When I'm picking up crew, I'm exhaling, I'm lifting my pelvic floor, you know, things I would have never done if I didn't know this. You know, it's funny, like I'm an example of that too. If you haven't know, my core recovery is we became pre- and postnatal specialist, and I was uh, I think four months postpartum with my second child. And that's when I realized what diastasis was and how to heal my core. So I'm telling you, there's like, there's no time limit for it. I have a friend, we were just recently at a workout class together and she was talking about something and she, she said something. I was like, I think you might have diastasis. She goes, Oh really? What's that? Like, so I checked her and she had like a three finger diastasis guys. She has her youngest child is seven. Like there's just, there is no time limit for when, mm -mm. when you can heal it or when you find out about it because some people just don't know. So it doesn't matter. It's just not a newly postpartum. I know core recovery sounds like a newly postpartum thing. It certainly is not. Yeah. And if you don't know if you have diastasis, we show you how to test mm -hmm. yourself if you have diastasis. And if you have anything greater than four finger widths, then we typically recommend seeing a pelvic floor physical therapist. 
just because that will require a little bit more, I think, one-on-one immediate attention. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this can be for anyone, whether you're newly postpartum. And if you're newly postpartum listening to this, or you will be newly postpartum by the time you listen to this, then you can start the breathing techniques right after you give birth. I mean, you might not, you have to feel up to it. Of course, yeah. you know, I don't think I did it until I was like two weeks no postpartum. Way. But if you like had an, you know, you're like, okay, I feel like I want to start focusing on 360 breathing. You can, it's safe to do that right after you give birth. So this can be for anyone very newly postpartum and beyond. You could be 90 years old and doing this, you know, and it can really help. It can even help beyond, you know, function, beyond aesthetics. It can help with reducing incontinence, especially when you sneeze, when you're jumping, like all the things that we thought were normal because society kind of said like, after you have a baby, this is what happens. You pee your pants when you sneeze, when you cough, when you laugh. It's like, you know, yeah, that's common, but it's not necessarily normal. And this is how you can go about fixing it. So we are really pumped about this. You know, it's something we've wanted to do for a long time. And, you know, now we kindly finally have it figured out how to do it. Um, but we are so excited. It starts June 5th. So you have this entire week to sign up, right, Carrie? Yeah, entire week. We'll put the link on our site in the show notes. So you can just kind of click on it. We'll be posting about it on social media, of course, too. So you'll be able to find the link and it's totally free. Yeah. It's an entire month and our entire core recovery program for free. Yeah. Every video is in there. No strings attached. No, we'll be jumping in there to kind of help you out. And you know, this is like a perfect kind of recap because this is what we're, this whole podcast was on postpartum body image and we understand how hard it is. You know, I feel like, you know, eight years postpartum, Bailey's almost two years postpartum. And we still are like, yeah, I still have my days, guys. I am not perfect by any means. No. And it's finding that balance between understanding like, yes, things look different, but, and also embracing like, but look what I just did. Like, Mm -hmm. and look what I have, look what I have and look what I'm capable of. And this is just one way we do want to give back to that because I get it. Like, you know what? When you look down at your core, as much as you can look at your children and be like, I created this amazing human. I love them to death. When you look at your stomach, you can still be like, but man. So this is like a piece of that, that we, you know, I'm not saying it's going to ever be perfect, but if you have never thought about this, about having diastasis or repairing it, or thinking that this could be a cause for maybe part of your, you know, discomfort or just lack of confidence, try it out. You know, try it out. There's no reason not to. I'll be doing it. I'll be doing it again because trust me, I can always strengthen my core. Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna be doing it with you guys too. And like I still do core recovery workouts mm-hmm. after all my strength workouts just because I know how important it is. And so we're gonna be doing it along with you. And like I said, it doesn't matter how old you are, how many years postpartum you are, I think everyone can take something from this. I mean, I would say even people who haven't had kids could benefit from this. Like if someone was, you know, just found us and they're like, oh, they're doing this. If you can get ahead of the game before you have kids and learn how to properly engage your core, I mean, that's, you know, part of our prenatal program that we talk about, but like, wow. Totally. How different that could be just from a pregnancy, delivery, labor, all the things, postpartum. 100% agree. So yeah, so we would love for you to join us. June 5th is the start date, but we'll be posting it 
on this page and then obviously all of our social media. So, or, you know, obviously you can always reach out to us uh, if you can't find a link or if it's, you have questions, um, we would love to have you. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we have for you mamas today. Uh, We hope this was helpful. I hope you could, you know, relate, or maybe it's just a little breath of fresh air knowing that, you know what? We all feel that way. (laughs) We do. We all have our days. It doesn't matter how recently postpartum you are or 10 years postpartum, you're all going to have your days and it's just figuring out how you can embrace it and the things that you can embrace. Are there things you could do like core recovery to maybe help? Mm -hmm. Definitely. For sure. So, you know, we're all in this together. Let's do this together. We're all... (laughs) Come on. We're all in this together. Oh, I like it. That's High School Musical. I like it. I like it. Hey. I'm glad you <laughs> sang it instead of me because it was way better coming from you. I don't know about that, but I was feeling it, so I went I like for it. it. I like it. I like it. I like that you did. All right, mamas. Until next time, we'll see you then. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. You can find us on Instagram at fitmamain30. That's F-I-T-M-A-M-A-I-N-3-0. And let us know what you liked about this episode. We love hearing your feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show on our website, www.fitmamain30.com, along with our programs for prenatal, postnatal, and beyond. Until next time, bye mamas. Bye.